I want to welcome you to the All About Relationships podcast. This is episode number 151. Today, we're going to continue with our leveling up series with three more nuggets. We all have this wonderful journey through life, and we often come to crossroads and can see only two distinct options. On one hand, we can choose God's will, or we could completely miss it. Well, we have a golden nugget for you. Because I don't want you to struggle through a tightrope perspective of the Christian life. Nugget number one, God has the best path for your life. And then we're going to talk about leveling up nugget number two, and that's living carefree. Not careful and not careless, but rather carefree. And then our final stop along the way in this journey of great relationships we want to begin to express the gift of trust. The big question often is how to restore trust after it's broken. Well, we'll do that in our next podcast. But in this one, we're going to talk about how to build another person's trust in you. What can I do practically to gain another person's trust? So thank you for taking this journey with us and leveling up. We are your hosts, Bob and Audrey, thanks for listening. And here we are talking Mm -hmm. some more about leveling up. And Bob, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, I'm appreciating so much uh, the response that we hear from you. And you can always make a comment. We would really appreciate that. But we're hearing from you the benefit that these kind of little golden nuggets are really making in your life as well. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, someone recently told me last week, actually, that she's looking forward to each podcast because it feels like bricks Mm. in a foundation. And if I'm going to build a a building, which (laughs) is going to build my life, if I'm going to build my life, I want that strong foundation. So I really appreciated her comment. Yeah. The nuggets of wisdom. You see, wisdom are those those things that you've applied to your life. Mm -hmm. And so these are things that we have found that have been extremely meaningful, but they really are foundational in our relationship, you know, both personally, but also us as a couple. Yeah. And you know, this week um, or recently something happened where someone made a passing comment to me, Bob, Mm -hmm. and I was so proud of myself because (laughs) you were there with me. Mm -hmm. And that particular kind of comment in years past would have really sent me. And even though the person that said it might not have noticed, I would have had to just really take time to deal with it. And um, we were driving later to our friend's house and I said, hey, Bob, did you notice that comment? Oh, I noticed. And he noticed. And and I said, did you notice that it actually, I've leveled up where I did not well, take it I personally. Actually, I actually checked in to make sure you were okay, you yes. know, to have that conversation. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Like I noticed that. and like, are you okay with this? Are you as this? okay as you look sure. like you or felt like you were okay? And I was like, you know what? I really was. Yeah. Another thing, you know, and it's not one of our nuggets for the day. Day, but I'm sure we've talked about it in times past and just this whole um, idea of sensitivity yes. and that we want to be sensitive. We don't want to be hard hearted mm-hmm. uh, towards one another, but 
as we become more and more secure, it's everything Mm -hmm. because then we're able to live the dream. But when I'm insecure, it results in a disaster every time. So I think that was just a perfect example. Yeah, it was. You know, in our leveling up, you know, know, it wasn't the best situation. Yeah. But you were able to navigate it so well because you were so secure. And then you're able to love the other person. Yeah, and they wouldn't have even noticed. And and, um, I I actually wanted, because you mentioned it, I'm going to actually say the equation because you know how I love saying equations. And it's worth saying over and over and over again. We came to this equation because of our own lives and we realized that sensitivity, because every single person in the world is sensitive in some area or other, but sensitivity plus insecurity is the disaster. Is the disaster. And mm-hmm. sensitivity, because we are, plus yeah. security is the dream. Because we get to be sensitive to each yeah. other's needs. We get to be sensitive in our hearts and be soft hearted. Mm-hmm. I want to be a sensitive person. Yeah. I, I find that in the life of Jesus so much, you know, that he was moved with compassion. And with that compassion, he was able to be with people in their hurt you know, in their sorrow and suffering, but then he would never leave them in that condition, but that he would make a way out for them. Mm -hmm. And so as we're sensitive to one another, we're able to be with them in their pain and we're able to be with them, you know, Sometimes when you experience a comment that wasn't fair, but it's like, it's okay. I'm with you here and we'll go through this together. Yeah, exactly. And, and I have a sensitivity to being liked. And so when someone doesn't necessarily like me or like my personality and then actually when you're insecure, if they don't like me, (laughs) that's a disaster. But this, this, the comment was, you know, maybe I don't like you necessarily, but that's okay. And I was like, wow. Okay. And I'm really okay with that. I was like, (laughs) and then I was actually, I actually shocked myself. I was like, that was actually just said, and I'm actually okay. Yeah. I, I, I actually yeah. didn't even, it didn't even penetrate into my, my, um, any kind of hurt within me. Okay. Oh, and one more thing I wanted to mention mm-hmm. is that, um, this morning before we jumped into some sessions with some people, I did get a chance to talk to my mom and dad. I called them earlier this morning and I actually it ended up being with just my dad and that's unusual. Often I'll talk with my mom, but my dad and I had an actual belly laugh together. Uh. And it was just about a cute little circumstance, but we both got each other laughing. And I just thought of the fact that I remember on belly, on, 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 um, what are they called? Bucket lists. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things on my bucket list is I really want to have at least 10,000 more belly laughs. That's on my okay, bucket list. Yeah, I like that. I just, because I feel like belly laughs are the opposite yeah. of pits in your stomach. And we have too many things in mm-hmm. life that give us pits in our stomach. Mm-hmm. So I figure like every belly belly laugh is a great opposite to mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, what a g- great intention to have for every day. Mm-hmm. You know, just find things to laugh at. And if you get to the place what of a, a belly gift. laugh, If it turns into a it. belly laugh, then I'm yeah. all in. And my I, dad has a contagious laugh. Well, I was It listening. turned into a coughing fit, actually. <laughs> if I really want to be honest, we laughed so hard that we both started coughing really loud. When it comes to laughter and a belly laugh, I'm telling you, you and your dad yeah. are probably some of the best. All right, so let's go into our uh, nuggets of wisdom Yes, uh, for this for week. We do have up. three of them. So leveling up uh-huh. number 19 is that God has the best pathway for my life. He does. What a And I can really trust him with mm-hmm. that. I, I find that so many people can get so stressed out 
about the will of God or the plan of God. And, oh, and, and missing it's like, it. And Mostly missing and it. Missing that's it. that's yeah. the stress of it is yeah. that, you know, is that they feel like this life decision is just so big and that and the weight of the world or the pressure that is on their shoulders. And they wrestle with the question, you know, what is the right choice? Yeah. You know, do, is it, and what if I do miss I go it? left here or do I go right there? Mm-hmm. And the pressure often kind oftentimes can be really paralyzing and people can really even struggle because what they're trying to do is decipher and they even this idea of good better best yeah you know so what is the best i, I want to make Never sure mind people bob me i have spent <laughs> this was, much of my right, life this was here. really really big in our lives and yes. i think that's why it has you know come to this place of being a real nugget of wisdom because for we us. found freedom mm-hmm. we have found freedom that um is just so indescribable. Yeah. I always thought that I had to find that teeny tiny pathway. And if I miss it, I've really missed it. Yeah. Uh, a word that I came up with as I was preparing was a tight rope mentality. Oh, there you go. You Perfect. See? Yes. And, and I think a lot of people view, you know, the will of God, the plan of God as being this tight rope and that, you know, I'm in trouble or I'll fall off or, you know, and I'm going to miss it. And then we can really lead to overthinking. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a wrestling of thought that I think that many can have mm-hmm. and it can almost paralyze them where they don't make a decision and they feel as though they're missing out on his leading for their life. And let me just say, you guys, that this is like the best of intentions. I love God. I'm surrendered to his will. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to miss his will. I want to be the, take it, this gift of a lifetime that he's given me. I don't want to waste it. Like all these are great Great intentions. intentions. Gotcha. But also I want to help you because I don't want you to be smothered with anxiety and I don't want fear to immobilize you because fear will always control. Uh, Yeah, we don't want you to feel stuck. Yeah, so there is a journey in life for you to take. And are there crossroads that we come to? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, without a doubt. But I, I feel too often that we minimize it to being one or two choices, mm-hmm. a left or a right, a right or a wrong. And yeah. I feel like in God, so many times there are infinite possibilities that, that we could truly experience. And I think mm-hmm. oftentimes we simply need to make a choice. You know what? One of the examples in my own personal life that I always think of when I think of this particular subject of God has the best pathway for my life. Um, it was when I was, I was so craving a move so bad that I thought that it must not be God's will. And I said, God, I don't want to do this move if it's not your will. And I remember we called one of our mentors and, and he just asked me, he said, Audrey, what is the desire of your heart? And I said, I really want to move. He said, you know, sometimes God just wants to give you the desires of your heart. I said, but what if it's God's, not God's will? Like it's, what if it's just my desire? But God moves through putting dreams in our heart. And he moves through giving us the desires of our heart. That doesn't mean we aren't sel- we, that we're selfish or that we're not surrendered. But I think it starts with that surrendering of, you know what, God, not my will, but your will be done. But I have a desire to do this. And mm-hmm. I think to move forward in that 
is okay unless I hear a, a great big or feel a great big no that you're trying to protect me from something. I'm going to move in this direction. And it just had felt so freeing that I wasn't being a bad girl by doing what I wanted to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we're living in a world where things are changing exponentially. I mean, just so very, very quickly. And as we were speaking in our previous podcast, you know, what I want to be careful of is that I remain flexible. Mm-hmm. And so the ability to adapt and to be flexible is crucial. So very seldom are the decisions that we make right or wrong. I oh, mean, wow. I, unless, That's profound. Yeah. Unless, you know, it's really bringing harm to someone. Or, yeah. or I'm really being selfish in this way. Mm-hmm. But very seldom are they right or wrong. But what happens is that they are always different. Mm-hmm. And this is where in relationships... A lot of times couples find an impasse because they're at a crossroads of, I want to do it my way and you want to do it your way. And is one right and the other wrong? Not necessarily. Are they different? Yeah. Absolutely. And that can lead and to- And that's where you got to yeah. be very, very careful that our differences don't divide. Yeah, exactly. And we come across this a lot where it starts to be right, wrong. And I think several podcasts ago, we talked about productive conversations. And those are the most unproductive conversations when it's just about right or wrong. And, and so I'm just so grateful that there's always- we like to say it like this. Well, I want plan A. Well, I want plan B. Mm-hmm. Can we find a plan C mm-hmm. where there's a win-win? Because in relationships, I truly believe that when we choose mercy and we choose to mix our ideas together and we, we really try and, and just really understand that there's more to this than we thought. And there might be a creative idea that we didn't even think of. Yeah. And this really begins to create, you know, the harmony of a relationship and the harmony of trust that we have one for another. And so in this trust component of the relationship, I'm actually able to yield. And I, you know, we've developed over time and we've nurtured this trust one with another. And it's like, hey, as we continue to move, there's this continual yielding to the voice of the Lord. And as we go along the way, and oftentimes, you know, it's hard to steer a ship that's sitting still. But if we can just recognize we are a gift to one another and that we're better together than we are apart that we're not opposing one another, but let's just begin to move that we might be able to hear and allow the Lord to guide and to direct our lives. And you know what? We are not perfect. Just the last, uh, in the last couple of weeks, we were just looking over our last year and, and we mentioned, we were just saying, you know, we make the best decisions from a place of peace when we both feel such peace. We both feel such peace. We, ha- we make such great decisions. And, you know, last year, um, I'm not going to get into details, but basically I had uh, wanted to make a decision to do something. And I will say that Bob just, he could see how strong I was. So he more like gave in to me, gave in to my idea very nicely. You know, Bob, you were very nice about it. But when, when we actually did my idea, we could look in hindsight and say, you know what, that wasn't the absolute best. And it was just a good reminder that we weren't in perfect peace. It wasn't mutual peace with each other. You just kind of let me get my own way. And I'm grateful because I don't even know if I would have turned. I mean, I was so I, no, stubborn. No, you, you weren't. I was on it. Like, mm-hmm. I was not going to change my mind Mm-mm. on that one. No. And I think you recognize that. But guess what, Bob? 
I'm leveling up. Well, it wasn't worth the fight. I, yeah. Right? It was, it's yeah, not. It's not. It no. wasn't, a, and it wasn't a fight, no. and it wasn't a terribly bad thing. It right. just, and it wasn't a right or wrong. No, it wasn't. You see, it was yeah. a difference and a preference. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and again, it's not that I was right. You and just now went with my wrong, preference. Yeah. And you, this is what you wanted. So that's what we did. Yeah. yeah. And, and there was nothing wrong, yeah. nothing bad happened. So you happened. learn and you grow through it and yeah. you love each other, you know, uh, through it. And, and we kind of laughed together and went, well. Oh, I haven't laughed that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> there, you just did. I that, heard you. No, that was a. That was a courtesy? That was a psycho laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, is that I got to level up just knowing that, hey, Audrey, you get stubborn sometimes. We're like, you you really do get what you want sometimes. Mm. Well, there is one verse that we are so familiar with, and that's Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And the word there, plans, you know, it's not the plan I have for you, but plans is actually plural. And that word plans means purpose, destiny, invitation, and design. And the King James actually uses the word thoughts. For these are the thoughts that I have for you. These are the purposes, the destiny, the invitation, and the design that I have for you. And so when we walk according to, to the design of God and how he's made us, life goes well. Yeah. And life really is easy. Yeah. I remember, um, Bob, you know this about me, and s- several of you probably know this too, that one of my favorite books is called inspired by the Psalms and its decrees, you know, by Elizabeth Nixon. And when I first started reading this book, I love making good decisions for the pathway of my life. And I do want, Mm -hmm. I'm going, God, you're bigger than me. And I do want to make plans according to you. I don't want to be stubborn with my habit, just wanted to get my own way. But I just want to read part of this one to you guys as you're listening. And it's decree number 25. And it says, the Lord God guides me along the best pathway for my life. And he advises me and he watches over me. That gives me so much comfort to know that he's watching and he's guiding over and he's watching over me. And it says the spirit of God pays special attention to me with prudence and judicious, vigilant care. He imparts instruction and understanding to my mind. So it's like he brings his thoughts. You're saying God knows the thoughts that he has towards Mm -hmm. us. He actually imparts those instructions and understanding into our minds. And he imbues our spirit with his heavenly superior wisdom so that we're caused to have success and to prosper. And I mean, the, the decree goes on and on. And again, it's called Inspired by the Psalms by Elizabeth Nixon. It's worth mentioning. It's one of my favorite books. Mm -hmm. When it comes to knowing that he has the best pathway for my life, Mm -hmm. I can't but remember, you know, like for you and I married now 38, 39 years and, you know, loving life together, but we did hit a a crossroads of crisis. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, things in our life that were what we would describe as concealed were then revealed. And uh, this is, you know, when, uh, you know, you had a sexual affair and it was a horrible season in our life. But here, when it comes to God having the best pathway for our life, you think, man, we've messed it up. 
so much. We are so off the path. We are so We're off the path. We're so far right. from how this can be right. okay or good in right. any way. And I think so often people have this image that, you know, I am so removed. And because of that, God is so distant and far removed from me. But he never leaves me. And so in every moment, he is there present. This is the depth of this golden nugget for us. And that is, my Redeemer lives. Yes. Do I make a lot of mistakes? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. You know, have I made all great decisions? No, I have not. Mm -hmm. But my Redeemer lives. And the thing is, is that he is so familiar with my pain that he says, I won't waste a moment of this. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm going to use this. He says, in fact, he says, I will even, if you'll trust me with it, he says, I want to fashion benefit for your life that you could not have gotten any other way that it might propel you forward into my divine purposes for your life. So, you know, if, if along your pathway, you've made a poor decision, I want you to hear our voice of encouragement. Mm -hmm. Your Redeemer lives and he won't waste a moment of your pain mm -hmm. or a sleepless night. Trust him and let him love you and bring the courage that you need. And so I really hope you hear my voice because God really loves you. And I want you to experience his love, you know, as, as being his kids, might we know how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love really is. Because it's the experiencing, it's allowing the roots of your life to grow deep into the soil of his, of his marvelous love. And that will keep you strong as you begin to course correct. You see, as you begin to, to come into an alignment with his purposes. You see, as you begin to come into an alignment and agreement with what he says about you to be true, because he's not trying to hold anything from you. If anything, he's trying to get his blessing and his goodness, his healing and his hope and his future to you. Yeah. You know, this life really is amazing and the path is amazing. And also I've made a lot of amazing plans um, for my life and goals. And I think that we all do and we make intentions and we, you know, think about our year and we all that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with making some good plans, you know, because the plans of man are many, but God's purposes prevail. They do prevail. And I will say that the best stories and like, I have a particular taste in movies. It's not a genre of movies. I like movies with a great storyline and I love it when movies have a plot twist. You know, mm -hmm. I love it when there's that unexpected thing. And I will say that a lot of the things when I look back in my life so far, some of the best stuff are things I didn't plan because I just said yes to something small and it turned into something really big. Mm -hmm. You know, I just said yes. And I mean, I literally could tell you a list of things that were just a small little thing that I did that turned into something big that I had no plan mm -hmm. of. I even think of that book, Wake Up Smiling, the devotional that I wrote. Um, I was just writing it for myself. And I was telling you about this journaling that I was doing. And you, and you said, you should call the, our publisher and tell him you've got a great book. I said, no, this isn't a book. He goes, Audrey, this is a book. Yeah. And it turned into a book. It's still, you know, go, you know, if you haven't got wake up smiling, it's, it's a great 40 day devotional, but that's just one of those things. I didn't plan to write a book. I was just writing and yeah. it, you know, it just, those are the kind of things I just would never have dreamed, but all of our plans for life, they just start with an idea 
And God just loves to just plant seeds of mm-hmm. ideas in our hearts and just say yes to those little things. Without, I find that way easier than trying to accomplish huge things because mm-hmm. the little things just turn into huge things. Mm-hmm. And, and as I was referencing, he can turn our tragedies into trophies. Yeah, exactly. And so where you feel as though, man, I've really failed. And he's just like, no, no, trust me. Yeah. Trust me here. Let, let me redeem your life. Let me move you forward. And so as we journey, just recognize, you know, life is this wonderful Pathway, journey. journey. Yes. Yeah. Well, look for those moments of laughter. Yeah. You know, look for those moments where you can actually have a good old belly laugh. And yeah. It's not always that you're looking for it. No. But you're ready for it. You know what? It. I don't even think you can look for a belly laugh. I think they, those are about the happiest surprise that can happen because, but the thing is, sometimes we turn but the corner. there's a willingness in my heart there's, for it. You know what? I was just going to say I, the word willingness. Yeah. I'm willing. There's an anticipation. I look, and anticipation. Yeah, we're going to have a fun day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I love the word anticipation. There's a willingness and an anticipation. Mm-hmm. Very amazing. That was good. Are we done with this one? Do you feel good about it? Because I do. I feel okay. like we've covered this one, that God has the best pathway for your life. Well, there's so much, uh, you know, that we could just keep talking about. I know. And I, you know, if we had people here to help stimulate <laughs> conversation with us, it might go a little better. But I think we've done okay. <laughs> We're doing our best, people. Stimulate really, me, Audrey. We're really trying. We're really trying to do our best. Actually, I just had a thought while I was yeah. driving the other day. Um, I was listening to a funny song, and um, it was about putting your sunglasses on because you feel cool. And I thought of the fact that I've never been cool, and I, I've been more warm, which is the opposite of yeah. cool. I'm really not a cool person, but I realized that you know who you know we you know what cool the def, my def, definition okay my definition of cool is no is just someone who's not trying hard. Oh, okay. And I thought, you know, that's why I'm not cool because I do try hard a lot. But maybe I'm cool when I'm not trying hard. But you know what I mean? I just thought I'd say that because sometimes we can just trust. I think trust is the opposite of trying hard. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have a try hard life. I want to have a trust life where I can trust God's purposes for my life. Okay. Well, let's go to our next uh, nugget of wisdom. How many are we going to get through today, Uh, Bob? Just three, baby. Two, three. It's almost maybe one, two. (laughs) We'll go for two, for three. Okay. Living carefree. Yes. And I want to reference 1 Peter 5 and verse 7. It simply says this, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about what happens to you. So this golden nugget of wisdom is this, living carefree carefree. This is a way to level up, you guys, like none other. Living carefree is probably the biggest level up that has happened to me because casting our, carrying our care, carrying cares, which is worries, concerns, you know, questions that are unanswerable, you know, guessing, all these kind of things turn into cares, fear of the future, worrying, anxiety, all these Hmm. things, just carrying all these things. We weren't meant to carry them. And that's why when that scripture says to cast your cares, because he cares about what happens. I think this is the most amazing um, exercise that we can have. And I actually have a memory of a season of my life where I was carrying so many cares that I would physically take my hand and get a fist together and imagine that care in my hand and literally cast it 
like open my hand and just cast that care to God. I did that many times sure. um, a day for several weeks. And, and all of a sudden I was feeling different. Yeah. Uh, the, the casting of a care like that actually is a, is a form of worship. You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's this yada, this, the taking of a hand and, and throwing it upward and openward and, and a yieldedness to this. So the casting of the care is really taking the weightiness of a burden, you know, that you were never intended to carry and to take that and in worship, really send it heavenward. And, and Lord, I trust you with this. I yield this to you. I'm not designed to carry this. And so now I give this, I cast my care. I want to live carefree. Yeah. Now our natural idea for cares would be those worries and anxieties. But another thing that cares are have been for me are unhealthy attachments. I care too much about something and it becomes an unhealthy attachment well, yeah, to and, a certain outcome yeah. or a certain you know what I mean? A certain right. agenda for somebody right, right. that becomes into care. And you can hear uh, the language that people will even use. And that is, I'm, I'm being very careful. Yes. I'm full of cares I'm, yeah, with because you. Because now I'm full of care. In other words, I, I'm full of agenda. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was it. That was a leveling up. If you can let go of your agendas for the people you love, that is leveling up like none other. I'll tell you. When I, it's just a big deal. I, I love you so much that I, I, you need to have my agenda. You need to mm. do this and you need to do mm-hmm. that. And no, there's a problem. You need to there's level up. Happening. And you know what else? I want you to want something more. That's, I've heard that a lot in the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah. I heard it just even today in the appointment I oh, had. Wow. I just want you to want this. Yeah. Like, why are you not wanting what I want for you? Mm-hmm. I want this for you so bad. Why aren't you wanting it for you? Mm-hmm. That's called carrying a care of an agenda for somebody. And you're not just allowing them to have their journey. Mm. And it creates really such friction in the relationship yeah. because not because you're trying to express a care because life would go so much better for you and for me if, if you would me. take this on <laughs> no but if, if you, you would take, take this, this on, on and care about this yeah but because you're not now you're a disappointment mm-hmm. and it creates all kinds of agitation and friction simply because you're not following you know, and My carrying mm-hmm. the care that I have for you. Can you imagine if we started casting these cares? Like actually mm-hmm. casting, because when we become full of cares, full, 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 we snap and then we want to do something. We either want to go to the left and just care less. Like, you know what? I've been asking you to do this for so many years. I'm just going to care less. Now I just give up. Care less, give yeah. up, despondent. Yeah. All of a sudden, then it becomes a whatever. Yeah. Despondent. I don't need you. Indifferent. It turns into all kinds of things. There's that hardness of heart. Yes. And then when things go poorly in their life, it's just like, yeah, Yeah, see, see. told you so. Could have told you that one's going to happen. I saw that one coming a mile away. Right. Yeah, it's horrible. Right. So that doesn't sound like a good place to go. Not a good place. So I'm full of cares. I'm not going to care less, although I've gotten there before. I'm not going to lie. But the better way to go to carefree. Yeah. That I'm going to cast my cares and live carefree and say, Jesus, can you hold this dream for me? I have a dream for my kid or like, I I don't want to call it an agenda anymore because it feels like it is an agenda for my kid or my husband or someone I love, but I don't want to carry it anymore because it's making me have an agenda and control things, but it is a beautiful dream. So can you just, as I cast my care, can you just hold that dream for me? 
because I don't need to think about mm-hmm. it and obsess about that anymore. Mm-hmm. And Jesus loves holding our dreams. Mm-hmm. He loves it when we can mm-hmm. be carefree. And when we're living carefree, then he begins to hold the dream for us. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that we become indifferent to the, the person. Because what's so important here is that we still have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So let's say in parenting, you know, you really care about your kid and, and you want the best for them. Well, that doesn't mean that you're not engaged or involved of and course. have conversations yes. in their life. Yes. But what you're doing is you're putting your own heart in check. Yes. And so you can have the same actions. That's, I'm you so glad you mentioned that. You can still have the same conversations yes. and be able to recognize, hey, no, we're, we need to make some changes And here. you need to have a responsibility yeah. with your we kids. Ha- and, absolutely. Yes. But. But that's what, different than an agenda. Yes. And because. This kind of leads into our next golden nugget, you know, with regards to trust. And leveling up. And I think Mm -hmm. we'll we'll save that for our next podcast. Okay, great. But there are some things that I wanted to bring up with regards to developing trust. Mm -hmm. So if I want to live carefree, Mm -hmm. I also want to nurture that trust relationship that we have with one another. So next week, we'll talk about rebuilding trust. But what I'd like to mention is just simply, how do I develop? How do I become a person who is trustworthy? How do I build trust with another person? And one of the points that I had here was simply this. Be honest. Mm -hmm. And in your honesty, you're being extremely helpful. But more than anything, in your honesty, you have no hidden agendas. So good. Okay, so when I am full of care, yeah, I have a lot of agenda. Yeah. But when I'm living carefree, yeah, now I can really be open and honest, you know, yes. with you and I have no hidden agendas against you. Right. And I have no hidden agendas to get something from you. No. It's my times in my honesty sometimes that I mean in my lack of honesty where I've just withheld my feelings, the truth about my feelings or something, just because I just want everyone to like me and I don't want to be high maintenance. And most of all, I don't want to show my weakness. Mm-hmm. And so that's caused me to not live a, a transparent, vulnerable life. But um, I'm really willing to be more honest than ever Yeah, and tell you how I'm feeling in every moment. When you're, when it's necessary, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it can obviously be overdone. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, there's wisdom involved, yeah, but, but I want to have that kind of trust where, yeah, I'm saying, I'm talking my, mm-hmm. what I'm feeling and thinking and, and I'm really willing to hear you as well. Yeah. So how we build trust with another person, uh, I just want to, I'll give the headlines here, Audrey. Okay. And then, and one of them is just trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. I am worthy of your trust. And this is a culture that we cultivate. You know, this is a characteristic of our relationship or of our home. It's a culture of dependability, reliability. We keep our promises and we're consistent. And so this really has to do with a depth of character that we have with one another. So I want to take personal responsibility and I want to be a person who is worthy of another person's trust. Wow, it's like the trust, uh, trust, uh, trust trilogy today. We've almost done a trustology. Yeah, but I'm not going to go to the side <laughs> oh. of of rebuilding trust 
after it's been broken. Oh, that's next time. That's next time. Okay, because that's a big subject. That's a big subject. But um, I'm really grateful that we're, all of these though, ha- What the reason I call it a trustology, trustology is because casting care takes trust, that God mm-hmm. cares. And the beginning things we talked about, the, the pathway for our life, it takes trust to just keep moving forward and being yep. willing and saying, I'll just kind of keep going. I'm going to yep. keep walking because if I keep do that, it turns into something amazing. Mm-hmm. And as I'm building trust, you know, being a trustworthy person, there's my character development where there is no compromise. And another one is that I take my responsibilities seriously. Yeah. And the final point that I have here and how to build another person's trust in you mm-hmm. is simply this. And we talked a bit about it today. And it's this, be cheerful. Mm. And when you're a cheerful person, simply this, you're avoiding complaining. If you are an individual who complains all the time or often, (laughs) it doesn't build confidence or trust, you know, that a person would have in you. But boy, if you're a cheerful person. I would never put that complaining and trustworthiness in the same category. It's real. Yeah. I mean, you're an extremely cheerful person and Thank people you. tell you everything. Well, that's they do. true. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you everything. They look at me at Mr. Serious here and they're just like, hmm. But uh, being cheerful is really, I think, quite profound. And it's something that I've had to develop with intention in my life. I love the word yeah. cheer. cheer. You know, in this world, Cheers. there is stuff. The Bible says it. There's going to be stuff, but be of good cheer. It's a good mm-hmm. one, and it's a great way to really end this particular podcast, number Children 151. Children are cheerful, a cheerful yeah. day, yeah. a cheerful countenance. It's extremely inviting. Yes, it's a, yeah. it's a very wonderful thing. Uh, people and, uh, smile. You know what I did today? I, I got you a new phone today. I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness, <clears throat> I appreciate that. And I appreciated, you know, the gentleman that served me today. Yeah. And so I had to wait a half hour. See, that's you know, why I appreciate you doing it, you guys. Bob is so patient. Well, it took so more patient. than half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that errand that you, you know. did was but a anyway, big deal. Yeah. I, and again, I just strike up conversation. I want I want him. Yeah. I want to be the best customer he served I all day long. That. That's, I love that. That's my motivation. He's talking about you right now. I think so. <laughs> he, he went home and he says, you wouldn't believe who I, I met, met today. I this guy named Bob. Yeah. He didn't even know my name. But <laughs> other than my driver's license. But anyhow. But what I did is I had to leave my phone there for all the files to transfer. Right. And I said, hey, I said, let me go get you a coffee. Oh, no, you don't need to get me coffee. I said, no, I'd really like to get you a coffee. So I did. I went and got him a coffee and I brought it back. Did he love it? He loved it. I love it. Cheer. Cheers. You see, there's real cheer. Like, why not? (laughs) I love it. Just find ways of being cheerful for others. (laughs) That's really good. Right? Yes. I love that about you. I sat sat in the back seat of the car with my little grandbaby today. Yeah. All the way to the airport. All the way way to the airport. Yeah. And I had to keep her cheerful. And what do I do? I phone Lolly. Lolly (laughs) That was me. My name's Lolly. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, all we do is make baby noises, but it's <laughs> full of cheer. So anyhow, I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah, we're going to digress. All right, so nuggets of wisdom for yes. today are number leveling one. Leveling up, leveling, leveling up. it up. Leveling up, number mm-hmm. 19 from today that we did was God has the best pathway yes, for your life. Does. And you know what? You can't miss it no matter can't how hard it. you try. Your Redeemer lives. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the other leveling up, number 20 that we have is living carefree. Living, I love living near carefree. 
Yes. At Carefree Arizona. Love yes. it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we live 15 minutes free. from Carefree, yep. but we get to live in the land of Carefree. I don't have to be careful. I don't have to be careless. I get to be carefree. And then number three, I kind of led into an introduction. Yes. Okay, for next week. Yeah. But uh, just talking about how to build another person's trust in you. I love it. Uh, because you are a person who is worthy of another person's trust. And uh, you're full of great cheer, so go spread it today. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us for another part six of this Leveling Up series. It was episode number mm-hmm. 151. We really, really love we that we get to do you. life with you. And we'll see you yeah. next time. Set the atmosphere of cheer. Okay, bye-bye. Right, bye-bye.